Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Danielle McCartney, Sports Radio 1019 FM, WFAN. Good Tuesday evening, New York sports fans. I'm Danielle McCartney, and I am back right here on the fan. Seems like... I never left, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm the super utility around here. Talking all things New York sports with you right up till 12 a.m. Here on the fan, the stroke of midnight on this 4th of July. Whatever you're doing at the moment, appreciate you tuning into the show right now and throughout the next couple hours, whether that be on your car radio, 660, 1019, or you're streaming from WFAN.com or on the free Odyssey app. Where are you? On the beach right now, setting up a spot for the fireworks. Happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. And on a day when what would have been George Steinbrenner's 93rd birthday. Rest in peace to him. It's John Sterling's 85th birthday. So a very happy birthday to John. It's a very special day around here, clearly. And um, did you see what another John, John Mara, gifted John Sterling? Hmm. An authentic Giants helmet so he could stay safe inside the booth from the foul balls. I thought that was awesome. What a great game. Like a real one. Like a real, real one. Which is awesome. And, of course, we are here in the Big Apple. And uh, Kevin Wall and I are coming to you live from the Mike Francesa studio here in Lower Manhattan. You know the number. It's already pre-programmed. Do I need to tell you? 877-337-6666. Taking your calls right here in this first segment. As you've come to uh, to expect, a great show underway for you tonight. Um, I wanted to start off with how great of a day it was for both our Mets and our Yankees. Both of them grabbed some W's today, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you now, both teams are going to be buyers at the deadline. More on that in a second. For the Yankees today, as we talked about just a few hours ago from this exact same studio. Um, the Yankees have found a resiliency and a will to win without Aaron Judge. And, you know, we're about halfway through the season. The All-Star Game's Tuesday, so let's consider it you know, pretty much halfway. And, like I said, the Yankees have finally found and kicked into the next gear, a gear of resiliency with Aaron Judge out of their lineup and on the bench. And still no real timetable for return for him. But they are now... 13 and 13 without without him in the lineup. And the formula for sure for the Yankees is get to the Yankees bullpen who are going to who is going to lock down the game in complementary style for the Yankees offense. 
either the bullpen is going to maintain the lead, like in the case of like today, or it's going to hold the other team off so the Yankees' offense can take the lead. And I know that the Yankees are still waiting for their veterans, air quotes there, veterans to take charge in LeMahieu and the Donaldsons of the world. And we talked just, just a couple hours ago about how last night's game might have been the pivotal game for Giancarlo Stanton's liftoff. And it's still a thought, still a thought that I have today after, after what he did today, one for three today with an RBI single, which is the Glaber Torres hustle play. We'll talk about that. And a walk. The walks are always important to me because it means they're seeing the ball well at the plate. So Stanton bumps his average another, what, five points? He's at 207 now. Not impressive, I know. But something to build on every day is what he's done so far for the past couple days since I've been with you. When? Since, what, Saturday? Uh, so it's still a thought that maybe, maybe last night was the liftoff game. We'll see. And, uh, you know, as, as last night belonged to Anthony Volpe and Harrison Bader, today's game belonged to the aforementioned Glaber Torres. Let me highlight again, for the second time in four days, the all-out hustle by Glaber Torres. Yes, Glaber Torres and the word hustle in the same sentence. He scored from first on a Stanton single. I think it was the fifth inning. He blew right by Luis Rojas' stop sign at third base because he got a great read on the ball. He was already in motion because of the 3-2, two-out count. I mean, and I looked from the, the home plate kind of camera. He was like three-quarters of the way to, uh, to second base by the time the ball was even made contact with. So he was well on the run already. He noticed the outfielders were playing back. He knew the non-strength of the outfielder's arm, and he went for it. He hustled, man, and he stole a run for the New York Yankees. Great job by Glaber Torres. And, of course, he also had a 436-foot monster shot to the bleachers in left field in that first inning of the game, putting immediate pressure on the Orioles. And did you know the Yankees, when Torres homers, are 77-22 and 22 in, the, in the time that he's been a Yankee. 77-22 and 22 when Glaber Torres hits a home run. That's a pretty good formula, if you ask me. But my point overall being, with a rock-solid bullpen, and today it was, you know, the, the, the jab, uppercut, knockout punch of Marinaccio, Peralta, uh, Canley, and Abreu, they scattered three hits, just like last night's combination scattered three hits, but with a rock-solid bullpen and a guy, one guy or two, that can step it up offensively on that given day, that has been the Yankees' formula to win games without Judge in the lineup. I think they figured it out. And don't look now, but in the AL East, the Yankees are just eight games back in the Rays. They pulled, after today's game, within two games of the Orioles, all without Aaron Judge. And they're definitely, no doubt, going to be buyers at the deadline. But it's hard to say, though, for what exactly, given that you and I don't know the extent of Aaron Judge's injury. In addition to the throwing that we've all seen and already talked about, today we all found out that Aaron Judge has been doing some light hitting off the tee, doing some soft toss work, uh, but he hasn't put all of his weight on that back foot just yet. And today at the stadium he did, uh, Aaron Judge did hold court and he gave an update and he said, quote, it's feeling good but not great yet, so we're getting there. 
And he continued on to say, I kind of understand where you're, that you're going to deal with some pain coming back. So it's just about getting to a point where the pain is tolerable and we're not setting ourselves back here. Um, Judge also has not ruled out off-season surgery on that toe. Yikes. But in the meantime, the Yankees have figured out a formula. A formula that they can string together some wins and continue to win series after series. It's that lockdown bullpen and one or two guys stepping it up offensively on any given day. doesn't matter who it is. Like I said, last night it was Volpe and Bader with the, with the nail in the coffin. Today it was Glaber Torres. So today is July 3rd. And there was a tweet that I saw from, from Steve Gelbs on Friday, June 30th. Because, by the way, the Mets are also going to be buyers at the deadline. The Yankees and the Mets... And the tweet said, quote, The June portion of the schedule is now complete. To say this month was disastrous for the Mets would be quite the understatement. This is a tweet from Steve Gelbs. He said they entered June three and a half games back in the division. And they're going to finish the month with a whopping 18 and a half games out of it. And I went to City Field the other day in an effort to bring some content back to you. And I asked two players... Why fans should have an, an air of optimism around the New York Mets? Here's David Peterson's answer. I'll just say stick with us, you know. I think no one in this clubhouse is going to give up. Um, we're going to play 162 games with full purpose and attitude and um, commitment to doing the right thing and, and playing good baseball. And so I think just get behind us and, uh, yeah, we're not going to quit. Get behind us. And we're not going to quit. And he referenced the 162-game season. We're just about halfway. There's a lot of baseball left to be played. So that's David Peterson's message of optimism. Here's what, uh, when I asked Jose Quintana, here's what he had to say. I want to tell all the fans to keep support us and, you know, um, bring the, the best energy to the to ballpark because we're going to out there to play as hard as we can as a match and, and you know, put um, our team in the best position we can. We're going to put our team in the best position we can. We're going to play hard and keep supporting us. This team has not given up yet. That, that's my takeaway from what he told me. So there it is. Some, some messages of optimism from two Mets starters, two Mets pitchers, starting pitchers. Now, I personally have always been a glass half empty kind of person. I'll be honest. But take what they told me the other day and couple it with the fact that as of right now, Right now, July 4th, 8, 11 p.m., the New York Mets are just seven games, seven games out of a wild card spot. Number one, the Mets to this date have 12 blown lead losses when leading by multiple runs. It's tied for fifth most in baseball. They didn't blow it the other night. They didn't blow it just 40 minutes ago. And that tells me that two things— the Mets have good leads offensively. They have built up good leads. And that the and then the, the pitching is what consistently blows it for them. Now imagine, I don't know, just kind of arbitrarily take half of those losses away. Half of those 12 blown lead losses when leading by multiple runs, take half of them away, add them back to the win column. The Mets are looking at a 44 and 46 record, which is not terrible. And they also battled back what an hour ago. Three, four times today to retake the lead? Again, this is a team that has not given up yet. 
This is a team whose pitching is consistently failing them. We'll get to that in a second. But number two, you know, the Mets just won a series against the San Francisco Giants. You and I talked about that. It was their first series win in a month. We talked about that. The Giants are a good team. They're right in the mix there with the Mets in this wild card race. Number three, the Mets are still undefeated in the month of July. They are 3-0. How happy were the New York Mets to turn the page in that calendar, whether it's actually on the wall in the clubhouse, I don't think I saw one, or just proverbially speaking, I know it's been three games, I know, but still, you build on the games that are in front of you in the Mets so far this month, the month of July 2023, they've done it. And number four, the most serious point I'm going to make is this. This is a scenario where the new 2023 schedule could really help the Mets. Remember that this year, starting this year, every team has to play every other team this year. And when you look at the teams that are right now ahead of the Mets for that third wild card spot right now, there are three of them. It's the Phillies, it's the Giants, and it's the Pirates. Well, you know the Mets just took the series against the Giants, and I've totaled it up. They've got 10 remaining games against those Phillies and those Pirates in the second half. And all of those games, by the way, happen after the trade deadline. That's really positive. They've got seven games um, against Philadelphia, two series series in September, including the last series of the season, which could be important. And then they've got Pittsburgh, three games in mid-August. Again, all of which, all of these 10 games occur after the trade deadline. So, if the Mets make the right moves as buyers at the deadline, which I think they will be, and if they make the right moves as buyers at the deadline, here's, you know, let's, let's raise, a, raise a glass here on this 4th of July. Here's to hoping that Billy Ineptler gets a clue on how to do that, to bolster that bullpen. I'm saying, I'm saying there's a chance. From an eternal pessimist, I'm saying there's a chance for the New York Mets. I'm Daniel McCartan. You can, if you can't get through on the phones, you can tweet me at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N. Instagram at Coach McCartan. Also, Facebook.com slash Coach McCartan. We'll go to the phones at 877-337-6666. We go to Rafiq in Brooklyn. You're the leadoff caller of the night there, Rafiq. Go ahead. <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot, Daniel McCartan. It's nice to speak with you. You too. Thanks. Yeah, this New York Mets team, eh, after that bad month of June, I kind of lost faith. And, but, but after winning the first against July, I get why you have a little faith in them, but let's be real. They're not going to surpass the Giants and Giants and the Milwaukee Brewers for the last wildcard spots. They'll be lucky to even get within three and a half games going into the month of August. Why do you say that, though? Milwaukee. But why? I mean, because let's think about it. You still got the two more games against the, city, against the Arizona Diamondbacks, who are really good this year compared to recent seasons. You still got the Dodgers. And the Mets just win. took one from them, and they made them look pedestrian, by the way, today. And you still got the Dodgers coming out of the All-Star break. And even though you do finish against the White Sox, let's be real. The Mets are 19-27 on the road. At home, they're decent, but on the road, they're kind of egregious. And, and, and that's why? I mean, yeah. <laughs> They just, the, I mean, they just the won a difficult game in Arizona today. That's true. 
But 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 you know what? The the the, the offense of the Diamondbacks were breathing down the pitching pitcher's neck. They were breathing down the, the Mets' neck. They had the pitchers loaded with two outs. And and they bent but didn't break. That's true. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not happy for the New York. Now, Mets, think about this: if if they bolster the bullpen with some quality arms, one or two or three extra bullpen arms, like real good ones, you take twelve of those games away, and and, and you know what I mean? Like, there's a formula, there's a path for the Mets to continue to succeed uh, and build upon this month of July. That's what I'm trying to say. I understand, but the Mets are kind of wishy-washy. When the pitchers do well, the offense don't do all that great. When the offense does well, the pitching suffers. Which has been the narrative so far this season, but this month of July, it, it hasn't been. It, they've bucked that trend. The Mets only played three games in, in, in July. Mm-hmm. Not ten, just three games. If they, win, if they at least win the series against the Diamondbacks and, and, and the San Diego Padres later this week, I might have a second opinion the all next right. time I get on the phone. All right. But let's see. Rafiq, I'm looking forward to you calling me back this time next week, and we'll see. We'll see. 877-337-6666. And, of course, since the last time I refreshed the page here, um, the standings have changed, (laughs) of course. That always happens. Uh, But uh, also the Mets have games against the Chicago Cubs, who are now ahead of them as well. This this is crazy. (laughs) So, anyway, so if you're looking at it, you're like, what is she talking about? Well, yeah, it just changed. MLB.com just updated it. But still, it doesn't change the fact that the Mets have a chance. We go up to Shelton, Connecticut. Louie, you're on line two. Hey, Danielle. It's uh, great to be back on the show. I know I called, called uh, you know, a while back, but uh, here to talk more Mets baseball. Mm-hmm. I really, really agree with you that July is definitely going to be the turnaround uh, you know, turnaround phase for the Mets. Mm-hmm. Um, fully agree that you know, the pitching definitely uh, is what kind of makes them suffer. But I really think that we, we as Met fans, you know, like you um, and myself, we really just need to keep believing because, you know, when things do turn around and when, you know, the, the trend gets trend gets warm and things start going our way, there's going to be a, a ton of ton of big Met, Met fans out there again. Um, I know last year there were, there were a ton of people out there with Mets gear on when things started to get good. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. we just got to keep – Keep believing, and uh, again, awesome to be back on the show, and uh, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, Louis, thanks for keeping the faith there. you, you got to believe, right? Didn't the Mets coin that phrase? you got to believe, freeze? And thanks for being part of the show again. I appreciate that. And, and, and you know what? I'm saying there's a chance. There's a chance. There's an opening. As of right now, July 4th, there is an opening for the Mets to maybe catch fire a little bit. Maybe. 877-337-6666 is the phone number to call because besides the bullpen, which is obviously the main key for the Mets in their in their success and, and wherever they fall uh, in the standings by the end of the season, it's obviously on the bullpen, for sure, no doubt. But there is another key to a Mets turnaround this season, and that man's name is Francisco Lindor. He has to be the one to pull these Mets out of the doldrums this year. He has to do it. My name is Daniel McCartan. We'll talk about that next right here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum 
four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.